welcome back to the four Huntsmen. It's been a long time. It's been a long time, but we're back with Paul. Hello. And uh, we've had some shifting here in personnel. Now we're joined by Joey, replacing Nathan. No relation. Only sounds a little similar, but a little bit different. And uh, Drew from Inside Universal has uh, taken a leave of absence. He is uh, still officially Hauntsman, but for the meantime, not dialing in for this call. Conspicuously well, absent. I think it's because we fired Nathan. I mean, uh, Nathan had to uh, take uh, take a leave. Yeah, Nathan, he's history. Dead to Drew, us. Drew's still alive, but in the meantime, uh, what we were going to do was make a Drew soundboard so we could just hit a couple of key phrases. Oh, that's a good one. I, I But if it doesn't sound like Drew's on this podcast, it's because, as the editor, I didn't do that. <laughs> we just insert a couple of Jason X's every once in a while. Yeah, you got to do it in a couple of Haras yeah. in here. <laughs> Yankees, Yankees. <laughs> so uh, we are back. Uh, there's been a lot of news for Halloween Horror Nights. That's what we wanted to talk about here today. Uh, we wanted to try to get you like half an hour, 35 minutes worth of uh like a small snack or cereal to get your day started here and not uh, overly kill you with information yet because we still have a while to go in information season Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, but we did have a bunch of announcements to date around houses and streets and shows. And uh, there's been some other information out there, uh, you know, in the good old speculation map forum. So uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Yeah, I think we start with the official stuff, right? Like... Uh, you know, they had an announcement a little while back that said that there would be, I think they said, um, that it would be inspired by the eighties, um, uh, th this year, which kind of fed into some of the previous rumors that there would be a 1980s theme to this year's Halloween Horror Nights. Doesn't. And I saw, uh, Mike, uh, carry that over today too. in some of his responses saying that. You know, everything is guided by the principle, I think, this year that it's 1980s based. OK, you know, I, you know, we we talked about that as a rumor uh, off off mic um, a while back. And I got to tell you, for me, that's a selling point. I'm kind of excited about that as, as an 80s person, as someone who grew up in the 80s. I did as well. And I will be hypercritical of every song that's out of the time period and every property. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Your cornerstone property of the year. Yeah, 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 there's that. Joey, any thoughts? 1980s? I was there. <clears throat> Good year. I was there too. Uh, I remember, I was born in 82, so uh, late 80s I remember very well, but I'd say like mid to late 80s. Okay. I mean, I think, uh, you know, we, we've only gotten, and we're going to talk about this here in a second, but as far as licensed properties, we've only gotten two announced so far and only one is actually set in the 80s so i'm curious to hear you know uh if there will be more 80s based ips announced we'll talk more about speculation later uh but you know as, as far as the houses are concerned you know I'm, I'm 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 curious to see how that theme plays in the houses and i'm curious again uh to know if this is if that's the theme like you know like 25 we had jack 
26 we had chance 27 we had this festival of the deadliest theme like are they not doing an icon and just doing the 1980s as the theme like that's it or ronald reagan max hedrum (laughs) yes max hedrum uh i wish that'd be awesome yeah that should be a campaign Maybe we should already make shirts, because I'm not sure anybody talked about that yet. No, we're mm. the first. Hashtag first. They just have, like, a dare scare zone. <laughs> um, so, the 80s, the, the first announcement that, obviously, it feels like it was, like, a year ago at this point. Um, big win for Universal. Um, they've partnered with Netflix, and um, they're releasing Stranger Things as their cornerstone property. Not necessarily an 80s thing. It's set in the 80s. Didn't come out in the 80s. And we're getting Stranger Things Season 1. So, of course, that leads you to think that next year we'll get a sequel. Thoughts about Stranger Things? Uh, You know, for me, I I like Stranger Things. I like Stranger Things a lot. I think as a house property, I think it's going to be one of those like, oh, this is cool. I recognize this from the TV show houses but it's not going to be necessarily anything scary especially since it's season one right at least in season two and i'm i i hope i'm not spoiling anything but you had like (laughs) multiple creatures and it was a little bit bloodier and you had some hospitals the hospital scene and you had you had a bit more in season two in season one you had like the one demogorgon yeah i I only saw season one so i should be set (laughs) yeah you're good I got to be honest, like I'm halfway through season two. So it's not that you spoiled anything for me because <laughs> Poop. the show kind of lagged out for me, you know, and God knows anybody that follows me on other uh, media outlets um, should know, like I, I'm not a big TV person. So the the first season captivated me. Um, you're right. You know, the, you basically have one Demogorgon. That's kind of my thought, you know, but um, I, I'm thinking we're probably going to see like 40 Demogorgons in this house. Oh, yeah. So it's not something that they've done badly with before when they've had to twist things or stretch things out. You know, and you go back to the Exorcist house or the um, Shining house from last year. So um, I expect it to look top notch. What I don't expect to see in case anyone is uh, listening and don't know already. Um, I, I, I do not believe that we'll see any of the characters from the show. You don't throughout think we're going to see a bunch all. of uh, shaved head women posing as mm-hmm. 11? Uh, definitely not. Uh, not. I don't think you're going to see any children in that house. Intent. <laughs> in, uh, yeah. So in the, the well, um, my understanding is that the, Stranger Things um, house will kind of be you experiencing the event as the the kids, you know, so you wouldn't see any of the children. Same thing that, you know, you went through with like Walking Dead uh, for many years. Hmm. Not sure how I feel about that. Again, I love Stranger Things as a property. I'm 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 hopeful that the house is good. I just I think it's um, I think, you know, and I had the same reaction to Exorcist. I had the same reaction to you know, um, I don't remember what the the big licensed property house was last year because Exorcist was twenty six, right? Um, but yes, no, yeah. But there was some licensed property house last year that I'm like, okay, like I get it. American but it, Horror Story. I don't know, maybe, but it just didn't feel like it was terribly scary, right? It felt like you were just walking through recreations of scenes from the movie or TV series. So that's kind of how this feels like it might be to me. 
that's all it's going to be. It's just going to be, you know, you're going through, I'm guessing, uh, the forest. I'm trying to remember season one. The pool. The most likely have the pool scene. Um, the upside down yeah. will probably be a good chunk of it. But I, I just don't – I don't – think the line's going to justify what's going to happen in there, at least for me. I'm going in with low expectations. But I'll probably come out happy, so who knows. Yeah. Shoot, Kyle. It's, uh, you know, I, I've said this before with other properties of Halloween Horror Nights, like Alien vs. Predator and, and so forth. I mean, um, and I'm a, I'm a big sci-fi geek and stuff like that. I don't consider Stranger Things a horror property. I think it's more sci-fi. It's very X-Files. I mean, if you were to build an X-Files house, you know, it, it's the same thing as Stranger Things to me. You know, uh, it's it's not scary things. It's Stranger Things. And, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what Universal uh, pumps out because I know that they're holding the property to a high value. So, you know, I, I think it'll be cool to go through the sets. Um, I'm not looking forward to being scared in that house by any means. That line's going to scare you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be that one that that you feel like you're about to go in the house and then there's another switchback queue inside the building like there was with American Horror Story last year. Yeah, that's Stranger Things this year. But you know what house I do think is going to be scary or I'm hoping is going to be scary is this dead exposure patient zero house. Yeah, it should be ridiculous. Um, Because dead exposure, the first one, I think, was HHN 18, I think. I missed Uh, it. But that was a freaking great house. I loved that house. That was probably one of my favorite houses that year. And so the fact that they're bringing it back, uh, you know, it sounds like they're changing a little, a little bit, you know, involving the catacombs and stuff like that. So that I guess they could reuse some set pieces. Um, but the first house was great. So I hope this one's good. And I know it's just generic zombie stuff, but they did a really good job the first time. Yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked about that house. Um, you know, especially if it's um, as they've kind of pushed it out where it'll be pitch black for most of the house and only having flashing lights. I, I don't do well with the strobe lights in the houses to begin with. But um, if it's if it's very dark, you know, similar to like a zombie mortuary type dark from Hollow Scream, um, I'd be all over that because that that's that's terrifying. You know, there's some of that element of being terrified or scared that's removed when you're in a conga line for the houses <laughs> but if it's completely pitch black um you know it doesn't matter if you hold it on to the people in front of you you don't see anything that's happening around you and that's scary and that's one um, thing uh, that worked about the first one is that it was kind of like this super dark house and but they just had kind of like flashing lights in some of the rooms so that worked well i think if you have it super dark though on the flip side you're going to have the problem the conga line is going to be three times as long yeah. And uh, if certain ops people are in charge, there's going to be screaming in there the whole time. Yeah, that's going to be a challenge. Or you could conga, conga line your way right out the door, uh, which we did <laughs> once in uh, The Exorcist, and where it was the, the uh, transition part in the house. You know, we all walked right out of the exit door. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking forward to that house, though, for I am sure. Too. I am, too. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to this next house, too, Trick or Treat. I, I I loved it as a scare zone. I, I I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it though, Kyle. I love that movie. I, and I love the scare zone last year. I, you know, for it being moved to a house, and I've said this, you know, kind of on social media a little bit, like 
I'm a little leery of how it's going to work in a house compared to the street. The movie takes place for the most part in the street, you know, except for the scenes where Sam is kind of battling in the house. Um, you know, I, I know that they can pull it off, but you know, how much of it is retread from what we saw already, um, you know, versus new stuff. Um, I really enjoyed the street last year. And I think it's going to be tough to try to beat what they did already in an open environment. What do you think, Joey? Um, so what, I watched that movie the first time on Netflix, probably like a, I don't know, it seems like a decade ago, and I was hungover in bed watching it, and I loved it so much. The next morning, I got up and ran to Best Buy when they opened and bought the Blu-ray. With that said, not looking forward to it. Um, I just don't see it. There were certain things I felt like they didn't do last year, and I don't think they'll do this year as far as uh, yeah, how the movie's broken up into like different kind of like almost storylines. I don't think they'll go the whole way with the school bus without spoiling it. Um, I think it'll be heavily on the vampires. And as far as Sam goes, like last year, it seemed like in the scare zone, he was more of a photo op and they had him as the cute, cuddly version. But I'm really curious to see if they're going to go for the scares, actually have him with his mask off, you know, jumping out all over the place. So that could be wrong. Yeah. You know, I, I, Kyle and I earlier today were talking about how I'm really not a fan of like unpopular opinion. But unpopular opinion, I'm not a fan of Trick or Treat the movie. Um, I, visually, I love it. I love the idea of it. I love the, the the characters and Sam and all that stuff. But the film itself, like I, I'm just not a fan. Like it, it just doesn't connect with me. But I did love the Scare Zone last year. I loved the like the iconic imagery. I think it could work as a house. I think you know you you can do. Yeah, some of it will be retread, but I think they'll, they'll be able to do things that they couldn't do in the scare zone, like go in the house or, um, you know, maybe have the school bus in the uh, like the the valley or whatever it was in, you know, in the movie type thing. I think there I think there's opportunity there. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, it's 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 definitely out there as something that has a lot of opportunity. I just think, you know, for return visitors that go to the event every year. Um, I'm, I'm really curious what they can do to top what they did last year already. Yeah. More, more pumpkins. <laughs> yeah. In theory, I know they probably won't, but what they should do is probably just redo the scare zone leading into the house. That way you could kind of have like this all encompassing experience, but they've not really done that well as far as like having a scare zone that genuinely leads into a house. Um, I know they they said they had like the chance scare zone that was connected yeah. to the chance house, they but those it. were on opposite ends of the park. But uh, that if, that would be cool. Yeah, they blew it with that one. So uh, moving on, there was a new house announced today, Slaughter Cinema. Uh, there's the New York, I'm going to get made fun of Cine- Cinema. <laughs> um, it's it's basically the B movie house, right? So we've got um, B movies announced as Pumpkin Guts. Amazon Cannibals and Beast Baby, and it looks it looks awesome. You know, um, the the I, the only thing that I think could make it better would be um, actually partnering with like Joe Bob Briggs, yeah, or something to try to bring the house together. That would be you know, awesome. It would be awesome. I am a huge Joe Bob fan and grew up watching a ton of these B movies. So, um, I would love to see that house be as campy as it possibly could be. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it, it seems like it is right up my alley. Like you said, Joe Bob Briggs and, and that kind of thing. And every once in a while, they touch on it with the HR blood and guts. Um, 
you know, I, there there was this rumor of a B movie house for a while, and I, I'm glad they. I'm almost glad they didn't do licensed properties because they can go a little bit more overboard with it. Uh, now, the, the sad thing is, at least the, the the trailer that they released today doesn't really seem to indicate that they're going to loop in the usher or the director. Um, which although is kind they, of- it's funny because like in the posters, yep. they they noted like you know Jack Schmidt as a producer, and they noted Albert Kane as uh, one of the directors, I think. Well, they got um, look at the the poster right now. Pumpkin butt uh, guts directed by Jack Schmidt. Were you yeah, calling it pumpkin, pumpkin butts? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's, a, that's even I'm better. <laughs> that's a totally different movie. I am buying a ticket for that Slaughter, movie. Slaughter Shinnami or whatever he called his wrestler name. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon Cannibals poster is blocked, so we can't see who did that one. But Oh, you know why? Because I, I is it blocked on the site? Yeah, I'm on the site. It has the pumpkin guts. Yeah, poster. at one point I, I, I noted today that um, they had a typo error on that poster so i wonder if they're taking it down and fixing it huh maybe no nope. uh, if you click on it it comes up all right so let me see if i can zoom in on it jack schmidt directed that one also produced I, by I mean, mike I, I, by all means i don't believe that any of these past characters or icons are going to appear no. whatsoever it would be cool in the the q video if they um, inserted some of the stuff with maybe those characters. I want that uh, pumpkin guts or butts on a shirt. We got it, dude. That is the that is the horseman shirt for twenty eight pumpkin, pumpkin butts. Pumpkin butts, yes. <laughs> Someone get on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that house. I really am. I hope they they do some type of character whether it's blood and guts or usher or director or some new you know joe bob briggs fake person because i mean you know mike aiello and those guys are, are are in our same age range so they kind of remember that stuff too that's clearly what this is inspired by yeah you know and so keeping in the interest of time like you know we've got four houses announced already and it's the end of june um, but we also had announced that there's 10 houses this year, which is one more. It's, I feel like, Spinal Tap. It's one louder when you need to go one louder. It's it's one more than they've ever had before. Um, and the other, you know, at least information that's kind of floating in the interwebs is that, um, for the most part, a lot of these houses are, are ground-up properties. You know, they're not IPs. So, you know, we don't have much more to wait for IP houses to co- to go. You know, the, the rumor is, at least out there, you know, to stay with like the 80s is uh, potentially Poltergeist would be a house. Rumor. Yes. Yep. That's a rumor. Well, it's not confirmed. Um, you know, there's there the talk of Halloween being out there has been kind of bandied about, although I, I still keep hearing that that's not happening because of licensing properties. Um, as much as people, you know, you kind of assume right away that it's it's you know a Blumhouse production, but I believe the distribution is through another company that is not affiliated with um, Universal, so that's why it it potentially would not be out there. Yeah, I think they still have like a shared rights thing with Dimension. Yeah, and then you you, you potentially have um, you know we've heard either just a, an entire Happy Death Day house or Blumhouse uh, two no. featuring Happy Death Day. I love that movie. I, I watched it. It was good. I just I can't do it though. I think I've watched it like five times now. 
I mean, I can only imagine the merchandise that they'd be able to sell to you, which would be pretty cool. Yeah. Did they, um, did any of you guys see Trick or Treat? Not Trick or Treat, <laughs> Truth or Dare. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have actually. Yeah, actually. I over in bed and the next morning I got the best buy. Why, why do you ask? No, I meant Truth or Dare, speaking of Bloomhouse films. Uh, no. No. Yeah, that came out a couple months back. Um, you know, th- this, and uh, I thought that was pretty good, actually, Truth or Dare. I, I, I'm, it, I don't think it did well, um, but because no one's talking about it, and it's certainly uh, not a property that they're mentioning for the film. But I think it could be an interesting ha- part of the house if they were to, you know, to incorporate it into a Bloom House 2 house. It's a lot of houses. <laughs> so, so, much so, stuff. so, what other speculation houses are there out there? So for, you know, for Universal brought up properties, we have, the, you know, what I'm looking for, most forward to, I think, um, is uh, Scary Tales, Wizard of Oz type house or Oz based house. Um, you know, we, we've seen Scary Tales multiple times through um, Halloween Horror Nights. Most recently, um, I think it was 25 in the, the scare zone in the front of the park. Yeah, I think with, so. Uh, different characters. And uh, I, and I, uh, that would be another callback to eighteen because I think there was a scary tales house at eighteen. Yeah, it, the Oz characters. I mean, I, you know, obviously, you know, Paul and I are making this journey back to like the Oz Mecca land again uh, in September, ironically, the week before Horror Nights. But um, Oz could probably be really terrifying in the right oh, yeah. situation. So I would really look forward to that. I mean, that uh, sequel is scary. The Return to Oz. Yes. Scare me. Yeah. You know, then as you know, as far as the other, um, you know, houses that are rumored out there, we have a carnival house, uh, which, you know, if it has clowns in it, I could see it being Uh terrifying. Uh, An alien themed type house. There you go. I, you know, not the movie alien, because of course that's a Fox property, but, um, you know, generic aliens, as long as they're not kind of hokey aliens like we got last year in the scare zone, that would be pretty awesome. And I, th- I think that's it for um, universal ground up properties for houses. Unless I'm missing yeah. something. <clears throat> well, I know, or I don't know anything. Um, I heard the other coast could possibly be getting a uh, classic monsters maze. Yeah, I would really like to see that. Me too. <laughs> Yes. Well, so those uh, are the houses, right? So so we've got houses. What about street z- uh, scare zones? So uh, for scare zones, we already have announced uh, um, the harvest, mm-hmm. um, and we have announced twisted tradition. So it seems like we're really big on like that whole New York type area. Um, not New York, uh, but the Central Park. Is I think that Central Park, like the the crossover between the front and the back of the park from. Hollywood, oh, the perch, the kid zone. No, no, no not, yeah. not, where trick or treat that, was was yeah, Central like Park. Oh, last year and, okay, never mind. You know, again, kind of like a traditional type of zone over in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, could expect more pumpkins, probably Pumpkin Man, I would imagine, and Manus Bush. Um, you know, the usual characters, the usual suspects, um, and then. The other zone that was announced that, you know, it seems to be like fan favorite or demand uh, was Vamp 85. So, so uh, did or they was, say where that was going to be? Is that going to be in the streets of New York? Like a yeah, so, New Year's Eve thing? 
Yeah, so it's taking place on New Year's Eve. I have not seen confirmation online yet whether that means that it's New Year's Eve from 84 to 85 or from 85 to 86. Um, you know, I saw that question posed to the creative team online. Uh, I just haven't seen an answer. Um, but it should be taking place in the New York area. So, you know, where Purge was um, multiple years and, um, you know, kind of that like an uh, asylum, um, you know, area that they had from 25. Um, so it's a big scare zone, you know, and uh, it's more vampires. I, I think that the online community is in love with Vamp because of Vamp 55. Um, and Vamp 55 necessarily wasn't always scary to me. Um, you know, it was more of like a selfie type zone or there was always, you know, hamming it up taking place in that zone. Um, there were some folks there, like the MVP of Halloween Horror Nights was was scaring in Vamp 55 and did an amazing job. Um, but Vamp 85, I you know, I think people are probably more in love with that concept that um, weren't alive to experience that part of the 80s, you know, and, and kind of romanticized it, just like, you know, I think my generation romanticizes like Woodstock in the 60s and stuff like that. But I don't know. That's what's announced so far. What do you guys think? I, uh, when it comes to the scare zones, I mean, this is just me. They don't really do anything. I mean, at least last year, they didn't really do anything for me. Um, they, outside the trick or tree, which every time I walked through, I was getting strong vibes of uh, Nightmare for Christmas for some reason. I'm guessing it was all the pumpkins. But, uh, the war or that, the one with the crashed spaceship was cool to walk through, but everything else just seemed like it had already been done, just reskinned, you know, from the last few years I've gone to Orlando. Yeah, that's kind of like the the. Not, don't get me wrong. I actually am interested in the three houses or streets that they've announced, but I do think that the harvest kind of seems like they're going to reuse some of the things from the Scarecrow House. Oh next yeah, year. you know, Twisted Tradition sounds like your 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 regular Halloween iconic imagery type thing. Um, you know, now you guys and, and we've talked about this on the show that I don't live in Florida, so you guys have a bit more ex, um, experience. Uh, of going to the event both at the beginning and throughout and at the end. Whereas I'm pretty much like opening weekend and then I don't go back to the event. Um, so Vamp 55 just like, I didn't love it. Like it was fine, but it didn't blow my mind. But I know by the end of the year, it was a lot of people's favorite scare zone and it's kind of got this following to it. So I, I think Vamp 85 is probably pretty exciting for them. Yeah, I think people are over the moon about it. You know, by the way, I just want to go back to the harvest thing because the description about the harvest and it, you know, the the speculation is that the harvest will be kind of like where the selfie zone was last year. You know, with people from like Ash versus Evil Dead and the Purge and um, you know, shining characters and everything, kind of everybody out there for photos and scaring people as they traverse from the the entrance towards the you know the the New York section of the park. But they kind of you know the description is. You're going through an old barn. Its walls are decorated with ominous objects and images from each house, hinting at the horrors to come. So I think it's it's pretty much going to be the same setup as we've had last year, you know, with um, just characters from houses, you know, that are represented this year in the park. You know, so I'm, I'm sure maybe, you know, the um, is a Carrie Ann from Poltergeist? Am I even still getting the name correct? Or, you know, maybe characters from yeah, trick or treat right. or something else in there so that that's kind of what i'm thinking well okay so i think 
as a selfie zone, that that zone was really popular, and people like the selfie things. I know, not to get I into take the a whole lot debate, of them. but yeah, <laughs> I mean, I take a lot of them. I know a lot of people do, and you know, that's that's what people are fans of right now. So I think they would be foolish to not have some type of selfie zone. Yeah. So, Joey, any other thoughts on the streets? We spent a lot of time in <clears throat> fifty five. <throat> Every time I hear Harvest, I think it's just going to be like a food drive or something. I don't know what's wrong with me. but uh, I think of Metallica. Wow, yeah, I didn't think of that one either. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I have, until I see it, I really have nothing to say. I'm, like I said, my the scare zones are at the bottom of my priority list when I go there. I like walking through them, but unless you really have, like, you know, that one guy, the MVP in the, uh, the last Vamp Zone, it was fun to watch him because he was amazing. But then other times I walk through them and nothing's happening except people. It's kind of that like the trick or treat zone to me last year towards the end of the event was if you can't beat them, join them. And they finally all just turned into like a giant photo op, like posing yeah. for photos, doing everything. So really, it was just, eh, I can just walk through them to the beer stand. Yep. We have consumed uh, uh, an adult beverage or a few in those zones. So. Yes. <laughs> All right, so the other zones that are not announced yet that are um, strongly rumored and part of the infamous speculation map that's online um, include uh, at least one property that has been highly demanded over the years, and that's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I'm not sure how that's going to be scary at all, but uh, I can definitely see that being a lot of fun. Yeah, I can't see that being scary. Um I think it'd be fun, though. But, you know, for, for me, and the only reason I think that may not actually be true, I, I mean, I, I think it would be cool to be true, but that's a lot of money on those ki- types of costumes, right? Yeah. So it's like, those were not, like, just your regular clowns with chainsaws. Those were all, like, yeah. big prosthetic costumes. Those are costumes. puppets. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was, the first thing I thought of was, like, they're going to spend money on puppets, and that's not going to happen. <clears throat> they're blowing all their money on Stranger Things, I mean, if you ask me, but... um. I can't see. I mean, I could possibly see a knockoff of Killer Clowns, but I can't see a licensed Killer Clowns from outer space, you know, Kyoto Brothers thing going on. So it would be pretty amazing. I, I'm not saying I don't want it. I'm just it's kind of hard to believe. I don't know. But then again, I also shot down Trick or Treat last year. So yeah, they did a pretty marvelous job with the costumes last year for Trick or Treat. Also, um, Chucky, our favorite. Zero F's Chucky. No F's Chuck. (laughs) Could potentially get his own scare zone this year. And let me tell you, people love Chucky. Yeah, uh, Hollywood's done Chucky to death, at least when I was living there, um, to the point where it was just ridiculous because they'd be riding around on scooters, which I think a lot of it was for their own safety. But um, they had a puppet show every year. I was on a balcony. All he would do is just talk crap out of everybody below him and that was actually entertaining if they could do something like that i would just sit there with many a 12 dollar beer and watch that yeah that would be awesome i would be okay with chucky actually i mean i, I i'm a huge chucky fan so if, if they did a chucky scare zone I, i'd be okay with it you know we said the same thing last year with trick-or-treat like there's only one sam how can you do a scare zone well there's only one chucky so are you going to have like 30 Chuckies running around the scare zone or are you going to have Chucky um, and Tiffany oh, and I other so. characters? Have you seen the last uh, Chucky movie? I, I have not seen it yet. I would go watch the new Chucky movie, then come back. 
Okay. <laughs> I'll, re- I'll report back on our next episode. You're like, it, it can be done. Yeah, I get it now. I'll report back on our next episode. <laughs> so, um, and to wrapping it up for Halloween, wrapping it up for Halloween Horror Nights, get the words out correctly, our shows. And obviously we bid adieu to Bill and Ted last year. Uh, we are back with Academy of Villains this year. I know Academy's uh, show last year kind of uh, was wrecked because of the hurricane and it just never came back the way that it was intended to so we were stuck with kind of the hurricane irma show for the entire season but this year they take over the big stage um towards the back uh, of the park in fear factor i don't think it's going to pull in the same crowds that bill and ted did on a nightly basis i think academy of villains is something great to watch i think some of the the pleasure of watching it or the the vibe or feel was because they were on you know, like kind of like street level when you were standing yeah. there watching that show. Yeah, yeah I don't it know was how a, it as well. candy. I, I think they're going to get a big following, but I know what you're saying. When you walk by that area, you just see that sea of people. People it almost had that uh, almost like a rock concert vibe. I mean, it was just like this giant standing room, like pit area in front of it. I do see them pulling in a lot of people, maybe not the Bill and Ted crowd, but uh, they got a big following. Yeah, there were a lot of people. I mean, obviously, you know, like. I remember two years ago we went to the final Academy of Villains show instead of Bill and Ted, and you know last year we did the final Academy of Villains show also, and it was you know cool where people dressed up in like Spider-Man costume and stuff on stage. But um, the show didn't change much for the final show, by the way, in case anyone's worried, you know, curious. Um, it's a good show. I don't know if it's a show that I stand around waiting outside of that stadium to get into. And, you know, needing to get a seat and situated and everything, I, you know, I every year I think I've for the last two years, I've watched that show probably maybe once a night, you know, and I can see myself maybe watching that show like maybe once or twice this year because it's out of the way and in the in the back. And I think that might be a detriment to the crowds that they have and not having something to soak up those crowds. People would wait for Bill and Ted. I don't yeah. think people are going to wait for Academy of Villains. Well, if it's the only option they have, mm-hmm. you know. I, I, I but I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm really glad they're not doing it on the street anymore because I really did not care for how much that influenced the sound of those scare zones. First of all, and second of all, uh, how much it really just blocked up that area so badly you know they had like the police barrier or barricades and everything to navigate the traffic the the flow of traffic there so i'm 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 kind of glad that they're moving it into a stage yep yeah i could see that point for sure so um we're almost at the point where we're going to wrap things up but we just want to talk a couple things so you, you know we got the announcement about Stranger Things this year, you know, and the big murmur off season was, you know, Stranger Things would potentially come. And then the next big, you know, kind of the one, two punch would be, um, we would be landing it, you know, to take advantage of the popularity. I think it's the, it's still the biggest money-making horror movie of all time. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, now we've got the buzz that it too has their, you know, their cast in place and, you know, they're even showing what people look like in social media. Um, but, you know, I think, and we also lost American Horror Story, um, you know, after this year. And I think, you know, the big thing was like, that can't go away because they signed a three-year contract. 
Um, but I think we're starting to see like other properties, you know, that Universal can't secure licensing for. Um, well, and, go, ahead. go ahead. I was going to say, I, I'm kind of not unhappy about that. So, you know, with American Horror Story, you know, I, I believe that it's tied to like the Fox ownership. Um, and, you know, with it, Warner Brothers is putting out their own haunted houses this year in California. Between, oh, yeah. You know, it and Batman. And if you get more of these companies that are doing this on their, their own, it, it certainly sh- you know dries up the ability for Universal to license other IPs going forward. I, I'm looking at it. I mean, OK, here's my take on it, the whole Fox deal. That's not even done. I mean, you got Comcast and Disney bidding on it. Well, it's done now. I don't know if you saw the the Disney, you know, re-up their well, their they, piece. they re-up their bid, but can't Comcast counter that or no? That because they, I believe that at the last yesterday, and I could be wrong, but I believe that they accepted the deal in principle yesterday. So they they were looking to move well, forward for good for government approval now. Okay, so I mean, yeah, that's going to hurt them a little bit. But what I think is going to hurt more is Warner Brothers is the has the biggest library, uh, film library of all time. I mean, Disney might beat that now, and they eventually own everything. But owning Penny or you know New Line Cinema, which put out it, that's huge. I think what they're trying to do is because last year they started this whole little, you know, fifty dollar behind the scenes tour at night, no mazes, to kind of just walk around the sets, which for someone like me is cool, and I wanted to go last year, but I wasn't gonna fly out to California this year. I have to go out for two weddings at the end of October. So I wasn't really looking forward to going to Halloween, uh, Hollywood Horror Nights. But the other day when I saw this announcement for the WB tour with the Batman house and the Pennywise house, I lost it. Um, and I honestly feel like they're looking at this. If you look at the concept art in between the two houses, you even see Freddy Krueger, which is New Line Cinema, right? I think going forward, this is kind of a test right now to see if this sort of thing could take off and – you know, if they can go up against the big boys down the street at Universal, because Warner Brothers has a pretty big horror library. And if they could pull a Halloween event as well, what's to stop them from just doing it themselves and not licensing out any of their you know characters anymore? Yeah. Yeah. There, you know, there's money in them, their hills, right? Yeah. You mentioned uh, Freddy Krueger, you know, or Nightmare on Elm Street. That was one of the properties that was long rumored for Halloween Horror Nights this year, you know, to, to do uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Um, there's money in the hills to be made, but I, you know, I think what we've seen locally, at least in Florida, is, is a lot of these mom and pop places can't compete because they don't have the capital. But if you are doing business as like a, as a Warner Brothers, I mean, hell yeah, there, there's tons of money to spend on this stuff because there's a ton of money to be made in return. Yeah, and the one thing that's sticking out to me about their, their announcement the other day is. I feel like if Universal or Knotts or any independent you know, house went to Warner Brothers and said, hey, I want to do a Batman-themed Halloween maze, they would just laugh and slam the door. But they're actually doing it. I mean, they're doing a Batman-themed Arkham Asylum Halloween maze. And if you read the description, it sounds awesome. And I'm like, you would never see that anywhere else. And just thinking about, like, you know, all their, you know, DC Comics villains, like, they have so much to work with. I, They've, uh, what is it, 13 nights this year? I'm hoping it takes off. I'm hoping when I go, it's packed because if they go forward, they have so much possibility with this. And I think I'm just more excited for this event than I am everything else I've heard thus far. It could be because I'm a huge Batman fan. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. If I could figure out a way to get out there, I would go because 
I'm super excited about that that idea. So hopefully it does well for them. Yeah. Well, it's not such a bad thing to have, you know, universal developed properties at Halloween Horror Nights again, too. I mean, that's the one thing that I truly enjoy about Hollow Scream. And I think, you know, Knott's, um, you know, I don't want to say widely accepted as kind of like the premier scare event out in California also, you know. And it it's uh, it, it, it'll be fun to see how this plays out. And Joey will report in when he experiences it. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, we'll be experiencing a bunch of stuff. Um, Paul and myself are going out to um, California at the end of July for Midsummer Night Scream. Midsummer Scream. Midsummer Scream. Midsummer Scream. Um, And they do have like their Hall of Shadows, uh, which is expanded this year. It's huge. It's huge. Um, Where you get to go and like, kind of smorgasbord or samples of, of a bunch of the houses that are West Coast based as well as scare zones. I know Six Flags is making their way out there this year too with uh, their Fright Fest scare zone and all that good stuff. But we'll be able to uh, sample a bunch of things and hopefully we'll be able to see some of the, the stuff up there promoting uh, the It House on the Warner Brothers uh, lot as well. We'll see. Yeah, we'll talk I'll more see. about that closer to time and the things we're excited about and you know, like I said, report back on our experiences. But before we wrap up, do want to say that if you liked the show, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit us up on Twitter at Four Hauntsmen. And uh, anything else from you guys? That's all I've got for you guys here today. All right. Well, we are back. So thanks for tuning in. We'll see you again next year. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> thanks, guys. Bye.